It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 16th, 2020. My name is Will Frost, and I'm the expert inside editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Please follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the first big domino of the offseason falls. The next big domino is something the Magic should take care of quickly. Oh, and yeah, the draft is Wednesday. We'll talk about all these things, but I'm not going to reveal what, but but because that's a tease. We'll talk about all these things coming up on today's episode of Locked On Magic. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On in the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the latest on Russell Westbrook and apparently James Harden? Check out Locked On Rockets. The latest on the big trade. Well, not, not really the big trade, but a trade. That will go down Monday, most likely, between the Oklahoma City Thunder and Los Angeles Lakers. Check out Locked On Lakers and Locked On Thunder. Plus, we've got great podcasts throughout the NFL, MLB, NHL, and college, too. No matter who your team is or what you're interested in, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is a deep breath. So we're going to take some time here at the start of this episode to just breathe deeply. Breathe in. Breathe out. I didn't actually do it there. But breathe in. Breathe out. Do it again one more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. Because the next two weeks are going to be crazy. They're going to be absolutely crazy. The NBA draft is Wednesday. Free agency opens up Friday. Teams can begin signing players Monday. Then we get Thanksgiving. Then we get training camps opening December 1st. If your heart isn't racing a little bit, then do it again. Breathe in. Breathe out. The Magic 
got news, or at least the public got news, of the first big domino that was to fall for the Orlando Magic this offseason. One that was expected, but one that is still very important and very, very critical for what the Magic are planning to do this offseason. So this goes beyond Wednesday's NBA draft. Shams Charania of The Athletic reporting that Evan Fournier intends to opt in to the final year of his five-year $85 million contract and stay under contract with the Orlando Magic through the 2021 season. Fournier is set to make $17 million. All five years of his contract were at $17 million, so no big change there. Um, And he will complete a a contract that at the time seemed perhaps a little bit ambitious, but honestly, it's turned out okay. I think the Magic got decent value for that contract. I know some people might disagree with, with me on that. We'll get to that in a second. But this move was largely expected. Facing an offseason where there are few teams with cap room, like the Atlanta Hawks, the Charlotte Hornets, the New York Knicks, the Detroit Pistons, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Although, I don't know, I don't know if Cleveland saw his cap room, but the, the number of teams that had legitimate cap room to go out and sign a player of Evan Fournier's caliber, caliber were very, very small. The fact of the matter is, even though Fournier would have been probably the best shooting guard on the market, I would make the argument that he is better than DeMar DeRozan, but I, 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 think you could, I think you could argue that either way, and I think most people would probably lean toward DeRozan on that front. But regardless, this was not a good free agent market for Evan Fournier to enter unless the Magic were planning to resign him. And I think it's pretty clear the Magic are probably wavering a little bit on whether to resign him, if they are at all. I, I would think that they're probably looking to move on a little bit, uh, especially with contracts coming up for Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz next summer as well. But at the end of the day, it felt like it was it was seemingly inevitable that Evan Fournier would opt into the final year of this his contract, knowing that he wouldn't be able to get $17 million elsewhere and entering a 2021 free agency that should be much more robust. More teams will have cap space in 2021. Yes, there will be more free agents try, vying for, for a spot, but Fournier should be able to get his last big, con- probably his last big contract of his career next summer. So from a financial standpoint, this made complete sense. Fournier had a career season last year, averaging 18 points per game, shot 39.9% from beyond the arc. You know, the playoffs were the playoffs. You know, the bubble is a weird thing. I've kind of just decided for myself that, you know, what happened in the bubble doesn't necessarily count, um, especially if you play poorly. Fournier has plenty of reasons why he played poorly in the bubble. I'm, I don't hold that against him. But yes, his poor playoff performance in 2019, along with his poor playoff performance in 2020, certainly does not bode well for Fournier moving on beyond the 2021 season. There is a lot of hate for Evan Fournier, I think is the right way to say it, among some Magic fans. While he is was the most consistent and probably at times the best player for the Magic, a, a player that kept the team alive and afloat, uh, as they tried to make a second straight playoff bid. Uh, despite despite his efforts last year, there's certainly a current of fans that want him gone and just are ready to flip over and, and ready to be gone, be done with him. And honestly, I was surprised that, that some fans met this news that he was coming back or, or that he was opting into this deal um, the way that he had with kind of just, frankly, anger and disgust. Let's clear this up then. A, this move was completely expected. There's no doubt, there was, there was very little doubt that Evan Fournier was going to opt into the final year of this contract. So this isn't something that the Magic didn't plan for and didn't count on. In fact, it is something they probably wanted. And they wanted it for two reasons. And both of these reasons are both legitimate and part of kind of the narrow path the Magic are starting to, are trying to walk, specifically when it comes to this 2021 season. Fact of the matter is, 
the Magic are not a playoff team without Evan Fournier. We can argue, we can argue this end, end over no, end over end, end over end. And yes, the Magic had a nice three-game stretch before the season went on hiatus without Fournier, where their offense played really, really well, and they won three really tough games on the road. But that's too small of a sample size. No doubt, this team would have been better in the long run with Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier was a critical part of, a, of the Magic last year. He was one of the few players that teams had to respect from the outside, and for a team that does not have a lot of shooting. That is incredibly valuable. His frustrations in the playoffs are explainable. He had, you know, he's still recovering from the elbow injury that he suffered just before the season went on hiatus, although certainly he would say that he was healthy from that. Um, but he also was sick. He wasn't able to practice for much of the time inside the bubble. And very clearly, after such a long layoff, that hurt. To say the least, then, there's very little concern about Evan Forney being able to get back to the level that he was at uh, and being able to have the same kind of season that he had last year. Um, I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to. The Magic need guys like Evan Fournier right now. They need shooters. Fournier is a solid pick-and-roll ball handler. He's a solid driver. He's a solid guy attacking attacking closeouts. The, the debate among Magic fans has always should not be about the player itself, just like Nikola Vucevic. It should not be about Nikola Vucevic. should not be about Evan Fournier and whether they are good players or not. I, I, some, you know, sometimes this gets conflated. The issue has always been about role. The Magic rely on Evan Fournier to do too much. The Magic rely on Nikola Vucevic to do too much. If they are your best players, yes, you're not going to get out of the first round. Everyone knows that. And trying to find a way to get Evan Fournier in the right role has been the challenge, frankly, since the Magic acquired him. I would go back and look at some of those ga- some of those early years with Evan Fournier. When he, I think he, he had an injury his first year in Orlando or second year in Orlando, and the team really missed him. Like, really, really missed him. Uh, I know people hate me for saying this, and, and I take the blame uh, for, for trying to dr- for tr- drawing a false narrative or drawing a false dichotomy between these two players, that Evan Fournier was better than Victor Oladipo in his last year in Orlando. The Magic felt comfortable trading Victor Oladipo because they were going to re-sign Evan Fournier, and, you know, not that Evan Fournier was a better player, but they felt Evan Fournier gave them more value in the long run than Victor Oladipo. Whether that's true or not is certainly a debate. Um, you know, Victor Oladipo had one really nice star caliber season, but he really struggled in Orlando. I, I, I don't, I, I tell the people this all the time. The Victor Oladipo we saw in Indiana is not the Victor Oladipo we had in Orlando. Nonetheless, Evan Fournier is a critical piece and a critical player to this team succeeding. If we're looking at the 2021 season and what the goals for this Magic team are, the goal is to make the playoffs. Whether you want it to be or not, whether it ends up being the goal or whether it ends up being something they accomplish, or not, the Magic's goal in 2021 is to be back in the playoffs. Evan Fournier is vital to those efforts. He's important to those efforts, and I'm not going to blame the Magic for keeping him around and, and trying to try to get, get to that level or, or have him be at that level. But everything in this franchise is also looking to the long term. The Magic are not looking to sell out for the playoffs because, Again, they're not going to get out of the first round with the roster as it's currently constructed or as, as we currently know. Who knows? Shumo Kiki might be the next Michael Jordan. Um, this is to say, having Fournier opt in gives the Magic another arrow in their quiver. Fans who are upset that he opted in because they just want him gone are not thinking clearly. They're wrong about wanting Evan Fournier just gone just for the sake of it. You know, yes, I agree the Magic needs to start flipping over some of these old, older players and There are big financial decisions to come. We're going to talk about one of them coming up here in just a moment. 
But the Magic having another big contract that they can move around is going to be key. Because Evan Fournier opted and his deadline was Monday instead of after the NBA draft, Evan Fournier is eligible to be traded on draft night. His contract no longer expires. I think it's six months. No, it's uh, it's three months um, from the end of the season. Most most NBA contracts, the language says the deal cannot the, the contract cannot be traded three months before its expiration or, or, or six months before its expiration or whatever it is. Um, essentially, this there, there's a clause that that sets a date like that, essentially to prevent teams from trading players who are about to become free agents on draft night. Um, you know, because they're all technically under contract. They're not released from their contracts. Like July, July 1st is usually the start of the NBA calendar. Um, July 1st is when you flip the books over, essentially, and start the new, cal- new calendar year of the NBA. That's when a player is no longer under contract. So there is a clause in every NBA contract that prevents a trade from happening, like, essentially a, a few months before the season begins. So, you know, the February trade deadline kind of closes the door on trades until the trading period opens up again. I believe it's usually after the finals is when it opens up again. But there's a there's a there's wording in the contract that prevents players who are about to become free agents from being eligible to be traded. That no longer applies to Evan Fournier. He is eligible to be traded. So now the Magic have a $17 million trade ship. They have a player that they, you know, may not view as part of the team's future. I, I think that's certainly fair to say that Evan Fournier is not part of this team's future. Um, and they can start shopping him around. They can start seeing what they can get for him, and they can, yes, make a move on draft night. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. Certainly, you know, I've had some people suggest that the Golden State Warriors trade exception, which will expire in December now, um, would fit Fournier perfectly. And so if the Magic did Fournier for uh, the second pick and Wiggins or second pick and something else, certainly very, very possible. I, I'm skeptical of that, that kind of a deal myself. But the bottom line, is again, is this. The Magic need Evan Fournier on the roster to help them compete, and they need Evan Fournier as an asset in the trade market. That's why this is such a big domino. This is a chip that the Magic have to play. We talk about the Magic pushing their chips in and making a big play. This is a critical chip that the Magic can play. An expiring contract of a player who is very, very productive is something very, very valuable. So to those who are you know, upset that Evan Fournier opted in and might be on the Magic at the start of the year... You guys are off base. I'm, you guys just don't understand what the deal is. This is a big domino that fell for the Magic, an expected one, but one that the Magic needed to fall and one that the Magic now have in their quiver as they get ready for the draft and get ready for the transaction period, which, again, opens up Monday. Start to, we may start to see some trades happen on Monday ahead of Wednesday's NBA draft. We're going to talk a little bit about one of the other big decisions coming up this offseason for the Orlando Magic that's outside of the draft coming up here in just a moment. But it is indeed NBA draft season. The NBA draft is finally here Wednesday. We will we will meet a new player for the Orlando Magic. Hopefully next Monday, Chumo Kiki will officially be on the Orlando Magic again, and, and we can have him back in 2K. I enjoyed playing him in 2K for those two, three days uh, last year. But nonetheless, the Locked On NBA podcast, the Locked On Podcast Network, is conducted, it will have live draft coverage this year on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Locked On Live. It will be the only place you can find Chad Ford, the GOAT of draft analysis, on the night of the draft. Join Chad, Brad Rowland of Locked On Hawks, and David Locke for the most in-depth coverage of the NBA draft featuring analysis from Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated. Follow Locked On Live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and get alerts as soon as they go live. 
Again, the NBA Draft on the Locked On Podcast Network. Check it out at Locked On Live. We're excited for Wednesday, and we'll get to it. The NBA Draft, of course, is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It starts at 7.30, doesn't really start till 7.45, doesn't really start till 8. The Magic aren't going to pick till like 9.30 maybe, who knows? Um, It's a marathon to get through, and it is one of the busiest, craziest nights of the NBA season. So make sure your stamina is up with the right energy bar, with the right protein bar to get you through. And that right protein bar, of course, is Built Bar. Built Bar comes in 18 amazing flavors, and they all taste like candy bars because it is the energy bar that tastes like a candy bar. 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, and a whole lot more. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. Loser maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie often. All of them, I believe, are under 200 calories. Most under 180, most under 150, maybe. Um, they're low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for keto diets. Built Bar has reset its promo code for this relaunch, so if you used a promo code before, you can use it again. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Obviously, the Magic have a lot of decisions this offseason. Draft, obviously, a big one. Free agency, obviously, a big one. Trades, obviously, a big one. But there is something else floating around in the background. Something that the Magic will have a little bit of a longer deadline to reach, but one that is still important nonetheless. And one that the Magic should try and work to get done as quickly as they can. Yes, it is extension season two. The NBA has apparently set a deadline of December, I believe it's December 21st, the day before the season begins, for teams to reach agreements for extensions with Rookies are for players from the class of the draft class of 2017. So Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz will both be, are both extension eligible, and the Magic have until then before they become uh, re- before they enter the season, and then become restricted free agents at the end of the 2021 season. We addressed this issue a little bit in our podcast uh, last or a couple weeks ago with Keith Smith of Yahoo Sports, something that we both talked about, uh, tr- you know, as something the Magic should do. Orlando is trying to establish its base and establish its foundation. And frankly, with young players, with players on their rookie contracts, if you believe in them, if you've taken the time to cultivate and grow them over four years, you should give them a new contract. Unless there's any question. And frankly, with Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz, with the way that they've played in their time on the court, there shouldn't be much question. They are both capable NBA players. They are both... Uh, players that can contribute something to this team. They're players that have shown that they can be starters on this team. But now you got to put your money where your mouth is. Now you got to put the dollars down. And while Marco Fultz will have a year to figure things out, 
And I think the Magic are going to, I think the Magic will make him a contract offer. But I think it's also very possible the Magic make him the offer and say, you can take this now, but we're happy to wait and renegotiate in the offseason. And I think the Magic do get something done with Markel Fultz um, in the offseason, in the offseason before he enters restricted free agency. So I don't think he actually gets to the market. I don't think he takes an offer sheet or anything like that. Neither of these players are guys that the Magic want to hit the market and have a team make a huge offer that they won't be able to match. The Magic need both of these players. They also need them to be healthy, and that's the big mystery. That is the big question. Fultz certainly got through last season healthy, uh, what was essentially his rookie year. Jonathan Isaac has only had one healthy season. Orlando is making these decisions with imperfect information. These are not typical players on their rookie contracts, and these are major investments that the Magic are going to have to make to try and, again, to extract more value or to 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 get the most out of these young players. But to me, with Jonathan Isaac, it is a no-brainer. You bring him back. You take that risk. You make that investment. And you get it done now. Jonathan Isaac obviously will not play in the 2021 season. So all the information you have is already set. You're not going to learn anything new about Jonathan Isaac other than the process, the, the, the progress of his rehab from injury. You know who he is. You know what he's about. You know what he is capable of. And so there's no reason to wait and not offer him a contract. Isaac, as I've often said, is the one player on this team with an elite skill. He is a defensive player of the year in waiting. Of course, he has to stay on the floor. He's only played one healthy season in his four years under his rookie contract. I'm already including the 2021 season, obviously. But that shouldn't matter because what Isaac has shown us does have value. He's not set to make a max, certainly not a max player, even if he were healthy. Um, certainly, he make he's going to make less than he probably would have if he were healthy. But the Magic can certainly get it done now. Put everything to rest. Give Isaac the long-term security to go through his workout, to go through his rehab, knowing full well the Magic believe in him. I don't think it was a mistake or a coincidence that the Magic unveiled their City Edition jerseys with Jonathan Isaac as the model. Remember, these are jerseys that Isaac is probably never going to wear on the court. That's probably the only time we'll see Isaac in these City Edition jerseys. Uh, again, unless you play NBA 2K or something like that. This is, again, all to say that the Magic know what they have in Jonathan Isaac. And at this point, they either believe in him or they don't. If they don't believe in him, don't give him a contract. Put him on the market and try and trade him now. Try and give the team those restricted free agency rights that they probably covet because if you know they're not... If they're going to sign him in the summer, they might as well hold the rights now. But I don't think that's the ma- I don't think that's the Magic's case. I think the Magic believe in this kid. They really believe in him, and they have no reason not to. He has been diligent with his rehab efforts. His injuries have all been disconnected. It's not a recurring problem. While an ACL tear is a serious injury, giving him the security and knowing where his future will be will likely help him with his recovery. There won't be any pressure to rush back and prove himself to to this team. The team will have already taken care of him. Not to mention that, yes, Isaac is such a key player to this franchise. 
such a key player that it feels hard to believe the Magic would go chase after a star like Russell Westbrook, knowing that Isaac is out, that Isaac isn't there to support them, to grow with that player, to get in, to help integrate or be integrated with that player. The Magic are kind of in a holding pattern because losing Isaac is devastating to this franchise. It's devastating to what this team ultimately wants to become. And again, if that's the feeling, if that's the truth, pay, pay him now. Pay Jonathan Isaac now. Figuring out market value is, is notoriously difficult. Um, you know, John Hollinger and his stats, John Hollinger of The Athletic, as well as the Hollinger and Duncan NBA show, um, his formula to try and equate market value has Isaac at a market value of $30 million. Stat geeks love Jonathan Isaac. The things he does defensively resonate with them. And they see enough growth in his offensive game. Now, Jonathan Isaac is not getting a $30 million per year contract. That's not what he is. But it's very possible that he could be in the $20 million range. Right now, it feels like a, a, a contract for Isaac starts at the $17 to $20 million range. I, I posited that the Magic could probably try and give him the Evan Fournier deal, but that might be too much of a lowball offer. In all likelihood, a four-year $80 million deal or a four-year uh, slightly more than $8 million deal with some raises is the direction the Magic go with Isaac. But again, all the chess pieces on the board are being moved to set up a future, to set up what this team's future will be. Aaron Gordon is on the chopping block because the Magic believe in Jonathan Isaac. We're consistently saying, don't take another forward because the Magic believe in Jonathan Isaac and Chuma Okiki as a, as a frontcourt pairing for the future. Or at least they see them as needing minutes to play. This is, again, put your money where your mouth is. Do you believe in this kid or not? They clearly do. And so now would be the time to take care of it, to get it done, to put it to rest before the season even begins. Cement the future. This is a huge risk for Jeff Weltman. This is a big move that will tie his his uh, a, a tenure as general manager in a major way. A risk that could backfire. Could, it's, uh, I think resigning Isaac is obviously the right decision, but yes, his injury history is not good. But if you're not going to re-sign Isaac now, why do it later? What are you going to learn later? What's going to change between now and July or August or whenever free agency takes place next summer? What's going to change? Frankly, not much. Frankly, frankly, the Magic need to get this done now. And we'll see if they eventually do. We're going to talk a little bit about the draft and where the Magic stand in the draft to close out today's show. Stay with us. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
All right, to close today's show, a little NBA draft stuff. A little bit of NBA draft news. The, the one thing that the NBA, the, the, the coronavirus has taken away from us, besides our sanity and any social interaction, uh, has been this ability to, to get to see draft picks, traveling across the country to kind of hear them crisscross the country and say who they've worked out with. The NBA this year limited individual workouts to 10 per team. So each team got 10 players they got to look at. Uh, and the restrictions on uh, who could be there and what they could do were still very, very severely limited. The league is still very being very, very cautious uh, with its COVID-19 and coronavirus uh, precautions this year. So we didn't get to necessarily know who the Magic were working out. There was no airport watches. There was none of that. But we did get a sense of who the Magic have looked at as much as that is worth. Among the players that have worked out for the Orlando Magic are R.J. Hampton, who was by pick in the Locked On NBA mock draft for the Orlando Magic, uh, as well as Cole Anthony Kyra, and Kyra Lewis Jr. of Alabama. All three guys guys the Magic could look at in this year's NBA draft. They also, dra- they also looked at Devin Vassell, got an individual workout with him, who was expected to be taken in the top 10, but certainly a potential trade-up candidate if the Magic do try to trade up in this draft. Workouts are workouts. Um, even Matt Lloyd, who's done some media rounds, uh, especially with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad, said, you know, one of the good things about this draft process is we haven't been able to do any one-on-zero workouts or three-on-three workouts. So our our ideas of who these players are isn't being clouded by any recency bias of kind of workouts that are tilted in these players' favor. That's actually He thinks that's a good thing. The one thing, though, that he does miss is being able to take these guys out to dinner and show them Orlando. It's something they've had to try to replicate with their interviews over teleconference and over Zoom. Again, how much do you really take out of these these interviews or how much you take out of these workouts? Very, very little. The Magic didn't work out Jonathan Isaac or Mo Bamba. They apparently didn't even work out Chumo Kiki. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Okiki said he had no clue the Magic were interested in him, which I find kind of hard to believe at the end of the day. Um... The Magic did interview Isaac up in New York, but they did not work him out. So working out players, you know, maybe some of it is to build up a, a, a notebook on each guy because you're going to be facing these guys moving forward. Um, you know, interviewing and working out players as well is about seeing how they receive coaching. So that kind of thing does help differentiate differentiate a little bit. But essentially, you know, these are just these are just more this is just more information. But at this point. I wouldn't read too much into who the Magic worked out, who they didn't work out, who they brought in, who they didn't bring in. I wouldn't worry too much about that because, frankly, the Magic have been living with these guys, and every NBA team has been living with these guys for five months now, for five extra months. Um, They know these guys forward and backwards at this point. If they have any bit of information or or intelligence gathering, they know these these kids pretty, pretty well at this point. Uh, And... You know, I think I think Jeff Waltman said that the Magic were pretty much done with their whole draft process by the time the bubble started back up. Um, you know, certainly you wanted to be done by then, but they were pretty much done with the entire draft process, even when the even at the or at the point where they needed to be when the season went on hiatus, and, and it seemed like they were pretty much done when the draft started. So I, I can't imagine that much has changed for the Orlando Magic. Certainly, getting to interact with these players, um, meet the representation, uh, get a feel for them has helped as well. Uh, but it, it's it, it, they're not going to gain a whole lot from this. Nevertheless, the Magic worked out some key guys. They have seen these guys. It's as I've said, don't take a lack of reporting or lack of rumors to mean that the Magic are not doing something. This is proof of that. The Magic have certainly done more than what's been reported out there. 
the Magic are certainly doing more than what has been reported out there. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. We hear from Jeff Weltman. He'll be addressing the media on Monday, so we'll talk to him or hear a little bit from him as the Magic prepare for the NBA draft. So we're not done with the draft at all. we got two more days till this thing goes down. But you can check that podcast out by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore md. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including our latest draft profiles of Sadiq Bey and uh, of Isaac Okoro, check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can find us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.